Hey, what's going on? This is Sue Peters, and you are listening to the Mompreneur Lifestyle Secrets Podcast. Here's the big question. As women, how can we have it all? Stay at home with our babies, bring in an income that lets us live a life full of passion and purpose, and maintain our health and self-identity along the way? This podcast is going to help give you that answer. Hey guys, welcome to Mompreneur Lifestyle Secrets. So I thought I would spend today talking um, a little bit more about my personal journey. Um, The last episode, episode one, I talked a lot about my MLM, um, not what company I'm with because that's not something that I'm going to be talking about, but how I build my business, um, how I got into the business and kind of the foundation of where I came from. Um, Today, I thought I would actually dig a little bit deeper and talk more about the actual health journey that I'm on. Um, I'm a firm believer that we are more than just our business. We are more than our health struggles. We we are all of it, right? Like our story encompasses everything. So, you know, this podcast is going to be mainly about, you know, business, how I'm growing my business, what I'm doing, things I'm changing, um, you know, how I'm, you know, kind of rebranding and recreating myself. But it's also going to be tied in to the health journey that I'm on because, um, I mean, they really go hand in hand. And, you know, especially for me, that might not be the case for everybody, but um, especially for me, it definitely is. Um, And it's all really just encompassed together. But I truly, truly believe that in order to live your best life, like you have to pour into yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You know, you've got to, you know, work on solid nutrition. You've got to work on staying healthy, um, you know, and active every day, right? Like it doesn't mean you need to have a six pack, right? I definitely do not have a six pack, but um, I do work on staying active every single day. Um, I also believe you have to feed your mind um, and you have to, you know, be willing to grow and, you know, step into your comfort or step, yeah, step out of your, of your comfort zone, um, in order to, to experience growth. Right. So that's, that's where I'm at with my health journey. I, I, I basically had, um, a few big eye opening moments, um, when I first started this and, you know, I can take my health all the way back to when I was around 20, holy cow, (laughs) that's kind of when everything started for me. I had a couple of things happen. Um, It's really the first time that I remember, you know, health struggles. And one of the first things that had happened to me is I had a debilitating case of vertigo. And back then it was entirely unexplained. They all they basically said, they gave me a shot of steroids, which did nothing. But basically all they said is that I had an inner ear infection. Um, What I know now, long after the incident, I'm in my 40s now. So um, what I know now, though, is I'm very, very confident that it was a thyroid storm. So my body was like dumping hormones into my body. But it was debilitating, you guys. Like it was... It was really, really bad. And, you know, I woke up and I was kind of dizzy one day and, you know, I didn't, I mean, I felt okay. I didn't feel like I had a cold or the flu or anything weird. I just, I felt off. I knew something wasn't right. But as the day progressed, like it got to the point where I could not move my head, um, literally could not move my head without feeling extremely dizzy and like feeling like I was going to throw up. And thankfully, oh my gosh, thankfully, I I worked for American Family Insurance at the time. Hopefully it's okay to say that. (laughs) But I worked for them and this incredible woman who was like a mother to me, her name was Claudia. She sat across from me. She she did the same job that I did, but it was for a different agent. And she was just she was just this most incredible woman, just the sweetest thing. 
And she actually offered to take me to the doctor because I couldn't drive. Like by the end of the day, I literally could not drive. I couldn't, I could barely even open my eyes. And um, so she offered to take me to the, to the doctor and she did. And she stayed with me the entire time, you guys. Like she, she had her arm around me just like a mother would. And she stayed with me the entire time. It was the most incredible thing. So anyways, they, they ran a few tests. They really didn't have like a full explanation on, on what was going on. Um, but they just, they said that you have an inner ear infection and it'll subside in a few days, gave me a shot of steroids and sent me on my way. They may have given me a prescription. I don't even remember, honestly, but, um, I was like literally like connected to the couch for two weeks. Um, literally could not move, could not even open my eyes. If the TV or something was on, um, I was listening to it. Like I, I just, I slept basically my entire life for two weeks. Um, I crawled to the bathroom, could not even get on my own two feet. I had to crawl if I had to go to the bathroom. Um, I couldn't eat anything like it would make me so nauseous. It was just, it was awful. And then for about three months after that, I was extremely just dizzy. And I, I just, if I had to turn my head, I had to do it really, really, really slow. Um, you know, I couldn't blink a whole lot cause it would make me dizzy. Just, I had to move like a snail. I just had to move really, really slow. Um, that was the, the first one. The next one I remember is um, heartburn, and um, I, I started getting heartburn right around the age of 20, and I went in for an upper GI. Um, they ran some tests, had this upper GI done, and they basically said, um, oh, the opening to your stomach is weak, and you produce too much stomach acid. Never once did they talk about my diet. Never once did they, you know, <laughs> even bring that up, and you guys, at the time, I was a college student. Like, alcohol, pizza, and burgers were my food groups. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, it's sad to say, but it's true. Like, that's just the way it was. And they did not talk to me about my diet. They basically said, you need to take a medication to reduce your stomach acid. Take this every day and you'll be all set. And the thing is, it did actually work. It, it did help. Um, but looking back on it, like, I, I see now, like, it seems so, like, duh and clearly to me now that it was entirely my diet. Like, it was... It was how I ate. It was highly acidic and it was producing a lot of stomach acid in my stomach. Well, here's what happened. Um, if you fast forward like 15 years, right, I still took those acid reducers because I was told to by a doctor. Um, and, you know, we, we take that for what it is. You know, we, we trust our doctors that this is they're telling us exactly what we need to know. Right. And you guys, I want to I want to preface this really, really fast. Over the course of this podcast, you are going to hear me talk about the, med the medical community and conventional medicine specifically. Um, I, I'm very angry at the um, at conventional medicine these days. Medication is always their first course of action. And um, I will tell you right now that long story short, food changed my life. Um, and food in a lot of ways, like how I eat, what I eat, nutrient deficiencies, um, you know, that type of thing. It's, it's kind of all encompassed, right? And literally food changed my life. Um, and I didn't realize, I mean, I, we all know that food's important, right? And here I'm, I'm in my 20s and all these things are happening. And, you know, I'm young and naive. And I mean, I cared, but I kind of didn't care. You know, it was just one of those things. I just, I, I was, I, I didn't know. We don't know what we don't know is, is what it comes down to. So, you know, if you fast forward 15 years later, having this heartburn for years and years, and I was having it like, you know, three times a week. I mean, it was a lot. And um, I got to the point where I reduced the stomach acid in my stomach so much that I actually made my heartburn worse. And to, to, to make it even worse, 
Um, low stomach acid is also a contributing factor to Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism. So that is one of the triggers that led me down the path of becoming hypothyroid, right? All right, so you know all of that, the the, the vertigo and the the um, heartburn, and all that started in my early twenties, and then you know I felt pretty okay for the next like ten years, and I didn't have another major issue until I was about thirty, and I was pregnant with my daughter, and that's when diabetes found its way into my life, um, and. There's a reason. I mean, I still was not, I mean, I never eat vegetables. I still was not eating healthy. I was just, you know, eating whatever it was I wanted. You know, at this point though, I'm carrying a child and my eyes started to kind of open to, um, gosh, I need to change my habits. So I did start improving and started changing things around a little bit with my diet, but I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes while pregnant with my daughter. So I had to track everything. I was testing my blood sugars every day. Um, and, you know, I made it through that pregnancy. fine. Thankfully, she was healthy in spite of my bad choices, <laughs> especially early on. No alcohol or anything like that. I mean, it was all dietary related. Um, you know, I did my vitamins and that kind of thing. It's just the food itself that I ate just was not really all that great. Um so that was a big one. And then it was the same thing with my son. I, I was diabetic with him. And they put me on this medication. And I know a lot of you guys are going to know what this is. But they put me on metformin. And again, it was their first course of action was to just put me on medication. Um, this was a repeated thing that I look back on. And th- this was repeated. Every single time I had some form of ailment, medication was always the answer from my doctor And when I look at it, it was the wrong answer for literally everything, you guys. Um, So this is this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate um, in this area. So, you know, I'm passionate in my business. Absolutely. But it ties together with my health. And, um, you know, I, I think having the right solutions to anything at all, regardless of what it is, having those right solutions that can help keep you on a healthy path and help you become the best version of yourself. I mean, that's priceless, right? Like you just... It's, it's, it's priceless. So, um, you know, diabetes, I, I started metformin and this one alone is just kind of a long story, but I'll keep it short because um, I don't want to keep you guys here forever listening to my rambling health struggles. Um, but I want you to understand that, you know, I'm kind of in the trenches with you guys and, you know, life is not always perfect and fun. Um, you know, I deal with all these things too, but I also, as I've gotten older, I've learned how to come out of them. And I've learned how to, you know, basically use them to propel myself forward and to, you know, basically make the struggle my way and and have, have a purpose come out of the struggles that I faced, right? Because I know other people can relate to to what I've dealt with. Um, so I was on metformin for a while and, you know, it was probably a solid three months or so. And you guys, it got to the point where I could not leave my house. Like it was affecting my body in such a negative way. I couldn't leave home. And I won't get into the gross details with you on this podcast because um, I know there's lots of kids in the car and, you know, everything else. And you guys, I'm sure do not want to hear that. But just know that um, the way it affected my body was in such a negative way that um, I could not leave my house. And I, I just got fed up and I'm like, there has to be a better option. There has to be a better way. I can't, I can't live my life this way. Like I can't, it's just, it's not gonna happen. So I kind of started to research a little bit about type 2 diabetes and what it was. And what I discovered is that the majority of the time it is dietary related. And I'm sitting here reading, reading all this information. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, 
I'm doing this to myself. And I really kind of was like, I look back and I'm like, holy cow, I was. And even, even when I was eating healthy food, I was doing a lot of things wrong. And I was, my blood sugars were just, I mean, it was, it was like a roller coaster with my blood sugars. They were all over the place. So there was a reason why I, you know, had diabetes at the time. So I, I, on my own, not telling you to do this, but on my own, I went off of the medication and I started to really um, pay close attention to how I was eating and what I was eating. And thankfully, it took some time, but thankfully I was able to show um, solid labs where my, my blood sugars were, were on track and good to go. Um, and then if you fast forward a couple more years, um, high cholesterol was the next big thing. And this time I actually was, uh, you could say bad patient, maybe, I don't know, but I was getting kind of fed up with the whole medication part of it. And I refused meds. Um, they gave me a prescription multiple times and I never filled it. Um, cause I'm like, no, I'm determined. I'm determined to figure this out. Um, and it, it was probably a couple of years worth of, you know, testing and, you know, am I better? Am I lower? Like, and you know, my, my good cholesterol would improve a little bit, but then my bad cholesterol would be really, really bad. And then I'd get a lecture and all these crazy things, but I, I was determined to find a way. Right. Um, and eventually I was tested them for hypothyroidism and I knew like this was something I was kind of paying close attention to because my mom has it and I grew up hearing her say, you just wait, give it some time, you just wait, you are going to run into this too and you're going to have it forever and there's nothing you can do about it, you'll be on medication like me for the rest of your life, right? Like that was kind of ingrained in my head. So in my mind... Yeah, I've been able to get off of diabetes medication. Um, at the time, I was I was coming off of the the um, heartburn medication as well. Um, so I, I can talk about that here in another minute on my epiphanies with that piece of things. But I was coming off of that medication as well, and I was determined to stay off for high cholesterol. Um, but I had ingrained in my head that when I was showing that I was hypothyroid, that there was nothing I could do. Like there were no options, right? So when the labs finally showed, okay, I'm hypothyroid and I had I had this just huge slew of symptoms. I was I would walk to the top of my stairs, you guys, to put my kids to bed. And I would stand at the top of the stairs holding onto the railing and I would just want to cry because I would feel like I was going to just fall right back down the stairs. Like I, I could barely stand. I just wanted to fall to the ground and I could not understand why it was so hard to just walk to the top of the stairs um, to put my kids to bed. Like why is this such a difficult task, right? And I always just chalked it up to being a new mom and being busy and, and working 80 hours a week, right? And just having this hectic and crazy schedule and not sleeping well. And I chalked it up to all of these things. Um, and finally, when I got that diagnosis of hypothyroidism, in my head, I kind of thought, oh my gosh, okay, finally, there's a reason, right? Like I can attach a reason to all of these symptoms that I'm having, to my hair falling out, to feeling exhausted, to not being able to think straight. The brain fog, you guys, oh my gosh, my husband, <laughs> my husband would worry about me on the daily. Like no, no, no joke. He he would look at me thinking like, there, is there seriously something wrong with you? Because I don't know why you can't remember what we just talked about. Or I don't know why you totally forgot about so-and-so's birthday. Or I don't know why you know, you just completely, you know, lost all train of thought with everything that that, that we just talked about. Um, so he was constantly worried about me because the brain fog was that bad. But all these things, right? Like I was freezing my feet 
And my fingers would get so cold, but my feet especially would get so cold that they would turn white. They literally would turn white because they, they, they had like no blood flow. They were just, they were frozen to the core and walking or even trying to like do a workout or anything like that was painful. It hurt really, really, really bad. So I had all these insane symptoms, but I I was somewhat relieved because I'm like, okay, you know, finally there's a reason I've got something to attach these symptoms to. Right. So I fully expected when I started medication that things would improve and things would go away and get better and I'd be me again. Right. Yeah. Three years, three years into medication and that that never happened. And no joke, every three months without fail, they would retest and they would raise my medication, reduce my medication, change my medication, add a medication. They would do something every three months, every three months. And not once did I feel okay. Not once did I feel like myself again. And I just, I just had this moment where I'm like, I have to do something like this. This is ridiculous to feel this way. And why, why is medication like not working? I started to question like, why? Right? Like I'm like a toddler. (laughs) Why? All of these whys started popping in my head. Like why? Um, So I started to research and I, I typed in, you know, healing hypothyroidism naturally, fully expecting a dead end, you guys, like fully expecting that nothing would ever come out of that. And, you know, I, this was just going to have to be my new normal for the rest of my life and come to come to learn and find out that there are other reasons why we become hypothyroid. And it leads back to nutrition again. The majority um, of the time, there is something in the area of nutrition that is related to hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, something, right? Like it might not be the food itself, but it might be how you're eating, right? It might be what you're eating. It might be food sensitivities. It might be your gut is a disaster. Your liver could be overloaded. Um, You might not be converting T3 correctly. You might be eating too many raw vegetables and they're blocking your thyroid from absorbing the nutrients it needs to even work, right? Like there's all of these different things that are connected to food in some way, shape or form. And I'm like, holy crap, are you kidding me? Like my doctor never brought this up. And here's the thing. My doctor never brought this up all of these years because they aren't trained in nutrition. They are trained in medication. And and I'm speaking specifically towards conventional medicine. Conventional medicine takes less than 24 hours worth of nutrition classes and their four years worth of med school, right? They are not dietitians. Dietitians are trained in nutrition, Medical conventional medicine, right? Like medical doctors are trained in medicine. So that's why medicine is always the first course of action. That's why that's what their training is, right? Like look at labs, look at symptoms, you know, and how do we treat it? Where are we going to, you know, what medication is going to work to fix this problem? And that is what I dealt with year after year after year after year, issue after issue, um, struggle after struggle, like all of it just led to medication every single time. And at the end of the day, every single health issue that I dealt with, all of it, all of it went back and connected to my nutrition in some way, shape or form. So um, with all of these health issues that I dealt with over the years and, you know, I, I see now, I see now like what the root causes were that led me down the road to being hypothyroid. And I'm, I'm convinced I also had Hashimoto's, but I don't have any form of official diagnosis or proof for that because I was never tested for it. They actually rarely test for it. But based on my symptoms, based on what I know today, I'm pretty confident Hashimoto's was there. And when I finally tested it myself, thankfully, um, I did not have any form of Hashimoto's antibodies. So I'm thankful for that. 
but I'm confident they were there at some point in time. Um, but anyways, everything traced back to nutrition in some way, shape, or form, right? And there's so many different areas of nutrition that can lead to the road of hypothyroidism. And I had several of them. Like I was dealing with IBS, right? So that was a root cause for me. Um, gluten was a root cause for me. The low stomach acid was a root cause for me. I was deficient in a lot of areas. Like I had all of these different things happening, Um and I was eating all these different ways and I was dieting and all these different with all these different fads and methods and gimmicks. And, um, you know, it was all leaving holes in my nutrition somewhere. So even when I was eating healthier, I was doing so much wrong that now being hypothyroid, I was still deal- dealing with all of these issues. So, you know, if I'm talking to anybody out there who has dealt with hypothyroidism, like I, w- I just I want you to understand that um they're, they're in most cases, not for everybody, there are exceptions to the rule, but in most cases, there is a reason why you are hypothyroid. And the solution is found in that why. The solution is found in why is my thyroid slowing down, right? Like, what is the reason? And you guys, it's not genetics, right? I'm kind of going off and I could talk about this for hours and hours, but you guys, it's not, it's not genetics. Genetics is a predisposition. It is not a root cause. Um, and it's, it's actually, fairly rare for um, people to have, I don't know what you would call it, maybe true hypothyroidism, I guess, maybe, um, but where their thyroid legit just cannot keep up, like there is an actual malfunction of the gland. Um, That's actually fairly rare. And there are so many reasons out there on why our thyroid slows down and they circle around to food in some way, shape or form in the majority of them. So I want to give you hope, right? Like I'm not, be clear, right? Let's be clear right this moment. I am not telling you to go off of medication. I am currently medication free and have been for the last four and a half years, but I am not Let me make that perfectly clear. I'm not telling you to go off of medication. I am telling you to research. I'm telling you to dig. I'm telling you to look for answers. Um, And if your doctor won't listen and they just want to push medication, change doctors. Don't be afraid, right? They work for you. They work for you. And sorry, I'm getting so passionate and excited about this, but... This is a topic that has really grown in my life and has really opened my eyes to how we need to take care of our health. And food is just such a huge part of that. So, you know, that that's that's the that's what I've dealt with all those years. Um, And just a real quick thing, because I think this is kind of a big one on uh, the the. the reduction of my stomach acid. This, this is kind of a, a big epiphany that I had when I was in my mid thirties. I, I was I was eating better, right? That was probably about the healthiest I was at the time, um, and I was eating better, but my heartburn was getting worse, and I it didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, why? This makes zero sense. <laughs> like, why would my heartburn get, be getting worse when I'm eating better? And the other thing is, when I would have heartburn, I had to spit in a cup right? Like I could not swallow my saliva. Swallowing my saliva actually irritated it and made it a lot worse. And I had this moment where I'm like, huh, this is weird. Like why when I swallow, does my heartburn actually get worse? That's really weird, right? (laughs) Um, So I started to kind of research and dig a little bit on why. And what I learned is if you take acid reducers for too long, you get to the point where you reduce your stomach acid so much that it will worsen heartburn because you cannot break down your food. And if you don't have the stomach acid, we're supposed to have stomach acid in our stomach, right? So if you're eating a a high acidic diet, 
right? You're now producing too much stomach acid. You take an acid reducer, which cuts back and removes that acid in your stomach, right? In time, you will no longer produce the acid you need to break down the food. If you can't break down your food, you are now going to start irritating your gut. Your gut and your digestive tract is now going to have trouble breaking down food itself and and actually um, processing that food so that you can absorb the nutrients and expel the rest, right? So now your gut wall and leaky gut and all these digestive issues are going to begin to happen. And it might be cellular. It might be IBS. Um, it just it could be a myriad of different things. Um, uh, so I, I just I, if you if you relate to any piece of that story, whether it's the high cholesterol, which I also learned was connected to my hypothyroidism. Um, my cholesterol has been fine since I actually got my thyroid on track. Um, but since I have focused on eating quote unquote for my thyroid health, all of my health struggles at this moment are gone. And that's not to say that they couldn't come back or that old habits, you know, couldn't sink back into my life. And, you know, I I develop like a new root cause or, you know, whatever the case may be. So over time, things can certainly change. But for the last four and a half years, I have had zero signs of diabetes. I've had zero issues with my cholesterol. I have taken zero medication for any form of acid reduction. And I literally never get heartburn anymore. Literally never. Um, So uh, let's see what else. Um, My IBS is gone. I take care of my gut and I really try to make sure that it stays on track. Um, Like the symptoms and, and the fatigue and the exhaustion, I mean, they're pretty much gone. I have days here and there just like everybody, right? Um, But as far as like, what it was hypothyroid related, like that's pretty much gone. Um, like it's just it, food, you guys, it changed everything for me. So if you relate to any part of my story anywhere in there at all, I highly recommend you start digging a little bit deeper into nutrition. Start looking a little bit closer to food. And it, again, it might not be what you're eating. It might not be how you're eating. It might be a food sensitivity or a nutrient deficiency. It might be that you're just destroying your gut and you don't understand why or know, know what's going on there. But I just highly recommend and I'm a huge advocate for digging um, for your own health and researching yourself and looking for the root cause. So sorry I made this one so long. Um, I try to keep it a little bit shorter. Um, but if you have questions, if there's something you want to talk about with it, just, you know, obviously let me know. Always feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to answer those questions. Um, but anyways, this, 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 these health struggles and my personal MLM are, are, are interconnected. And they, 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 for me, they work hand in hand in helping me remain healthy. And it's just, it's why I'm so passionate on the health side of things as well as the business that I'm part of with MLM. So um, it's just such a beautiful and amazing connection. And, and it's, it's helped my life in ways that I just, um, it's hard to put into words. So anyways, you guys have such an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the podcast and we will see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave feedback. Do you have a question for the show? Head over to mompreneurlifestylesecrets.com and leave me a recorded message. I'll play it live and answer your question right on the show.